0: Aloha, North Kohala. It's Holly Allgood <laughs> here with Tutu's Talk Story on KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. We're back he- again with <laughs> one of our favorite guests, <laughs> Auntie Miley Spencer Napoleon. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about more about lay flowers and memories about lay flowers. So one of the... F- One of the flowers we had quite a few conversations about this week was a lima. And Auntie was telling me how it doesn't seem like many people are planting a lima anymore.
1: Yes, especially in Kohala. And the reason is because I've been looking at people's yard whenever I pass by their yards. And before, we used to have a lot of people who raised them for laymaking. And I worked over at Lopakahi State Park. Um, I had a person that came to work there, and I said that the Ilima is medicine and also you can make glaze out of it. And he is a Kumuhula in Kona, way up in Kaloko. And (coughs) um, I may mention his name later because he has a beautiful, beautiful falsetto voice. But he had all of the workers there, employees that work there, plant a lot of the wild enema that we use for medicine because it, besides being a wonderful lay flower, it is also medicine. <coughs> in, the, in the long ago days, they used to pick the flowers in the morning and it had to be buds. But one of the other things they used to do is collect the water that came from the, the leaves that kind of curled up So they got the morning dew, you know, like that song, Eku'u, morning dew. And the morning dew was used by my father's great-grandmothers for making medicine because the water was clean, and that's why they got it from the leaves. And they have kind of fuzzy leaves, so it kept the water just like the lehua plant. Um, God made it like that, or nature made it like that. So then it would also catch the water, so then it could... Stand the hot sun in the lava. So some of those things are good for you to know because you sometimes may ask yourself, why does this plant have hairs? And, you know, a lot of children ask you that question, why, the, why is it hairy? So that's the reason why nature made it like that. But we pick the small flowers or the little baby flowers in the morning and then pop them out of their um, calyx, the little thing in back of the flower and use it for putting in the mother's mouth, chewing it in the days of the old um, Hawaiians there or here or anywhere, and chew it and then take it out and put it in the baby's mouth if it had constipation. So that's a really natural way and a good way to um, even do it for yourself, but you need more than a couple of flowers, okay, if you're an adult. So back to the flower, flower part, okay? It comes usually in a deep gold color or a rusty color. But one place that I know of that had all different colors, which was purple and kind of like a brown tinge in it and different colors, is Ewa Beach in uh, the island of Oahu. There was a club there that was called the Elima Club and they grew all of these wonderful, beautiful flower um, plants that were called Ilima. There's another name for it and they jokingly call it I mean I say it's pua apiki. Well, pua P U A is flower, but I say P O O R and then A P I K I because poor person who has to pick all those flowers. Poor, poor Apiki, the person that picks the flowers. So that's how I remember the name, because when I was little and went to my mom's house, I used to have to pick all the little uh, flowers before nine thirty in the morning. The reason is because then they open up, and they are very, very fragile. So with I had to go get up and go and get them and pick them before nine thirty and then put it in a bottle. And of course the old days the Hawaiians didn't have bottles, but my mom used to put it in the bottles and then we used to have a Coca Cola ice box and I had to be careful to put it on top of a bath towel inside of the Coca Cola ice box. And that's why we call ice box today still instead of refrigerator because If somebody says icebox here in Kohala or anywhere else, you know they came from the old days, like 80 years ago, something like that, or so. But these flowers are very, very fragile, and it takes about a thousand flowers to make a long lay. And men used to wear lays a little shorter than women. And I jokingly say, you make the lay longer for the woman because you love her a lot. (laughs) <laughs> and then for the men, oh well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but don't feel bad, man. Okay, nothing, because it takes a long time just to pick the flowers, get them ready, um, put them in the refrigerator. In the old days, they didn't have refrigeration, so they had to make sure that they picked the flowers and then they kept them, kept it away from the sun as they were making the lace. In the old days, they used the uh, coconut midrib and also the string that came from the lau um roots from the tree before the root reaches the ground. And then they s- cut that part of the tree from the bark of the tree and leave it there for six months at least. And then the ladies would rub it on their l- lap and you'd have string, hundreds and hundreds of string in there. So we didn't have to go to a Walmart and any place like that to get string in the old days. We used that for string, and there's many other plants that we can use for um, sowing whatever we needed to sow. So this is education day. <laughs> 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 so, so
0: a thousand flowers
1: yes. per lay. How,
0: how many plants is that?
1: My God, my mother used to have like a... I'd say an orchard because I was little. And when you're little, everything is bigger. So um, she would have over a dozen plants right next to the house just because um, the plant or the flower is very, very sensitive. And had to pick it really quickly and then put it in the bottle and then refrigerate it. And then uh, after a little while, we got a real refrigerator with a small freezer. So we would have to put it in the bottom of the refrigerator. In the drawer, if they had one, and then just put it in the bottles until my mother was ready to show, sew the lays because she was a laymaker um, in Kohala. Um, there's a lot of other things that you know is interesting about the the Kohala. I mean the Ilima. And I would like to know if anybody outside there in Kohala has some emima with the seeds on I'm not interested in the flowers. I'm interested in the seeds so I can plant more and more and more. I need at least an acre of it. (laughs) Okay, because a thousand flowers is like what it takes to make a a regular-sized lei. And um, it was sacred to the uh, goddess Laka for hula, so for any hula halals, what they do is they um, pick the flowers, make the lays, but, you know, you can't do it very much because you don't have those people who used to live a long time ago who had lots of time, and now you do all your com- computers and your telephone and this and that. So you never have time for natural or nature um, very much anymore, unless you get to be 80 like me and you have only plants and gardening and whatever that you're interested in. <laughs> um that is my one biggest thing is gardening and so i just wanted to say a little bit about that so don't forget you can use it for medicine if you have you know what i said b- earlier and also you can use it for lay making and when you give somebody a lay like this it's very very special to me it's like Oh my God, my heart is like boom, 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 boom when somebody's going to give me an indium lace. So don't forget, people out there in Kohala, make your lace out of indima. And my name is Miley Spencer Napoleon. I'd love to get laid by one indium lace. <laughs> okay,
0: Auntie. So I noticed that we have a lima that's kind of mixed in the grass. It's very low-growing. Mm-hmm. Is that the same kind of flowers as uh-huh. the more upright ones? So. Well,
1: let me say a little bit about that. The reason why the plants are growing close to the ground is because they're beach elema, and most of them that grow like that um, are growing in hot places, and especially in th- at the beach, or the kahakai is what we call it in Hawaiian. And the reason why it grows like that is because the sun makes it ma- it's so hot at the beach, and you know that now it's getting worse. Um, and that's why... It's very, very, what you call, it knows to uh, just lay down on the ground and say, I give up, (laughs) to the sun, you know. So Mm -hmm. it has a lot of hairs on it, too. And that's just as good to make lace with, but the flowers are a little bit smaller just because they're growing on the beach, and that is their um, character is what I call it. That's a haole word. I'm not knowing what character means right now in Hawaiian if anybody does, call me and let me know.
0: <laughs> you can call us at 884-KNKR or eight eight four five six five seven. if you have the Hawaiian word auntie's looking for or if you have some olima <laughs> seeds that you're willing to share.
1: And it has like five petals, just five petals. Ike, no, kahilua koloha lima which means five in Hawaiian. It's a lazy way to say it. And when I was little, it was a-kahi, uh, a-lua, uh, a-kolo, uh, a-kahi, uh, um uh, ha, and a-lima. Uh, then University of Hawaii changed it to A-A-A-A. It. E, 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 e. So when you hear me say A e, from the University of Hawaii, e, A-U. <laughs> 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 Just trying to be funny. <laughs> so...
0: So, the elema lays are straight sewn, the s- s- flowers together from the center to center. Mm-hmm, Yes.
1: Yeah. And then you usually sew it to the front of the flower mm-hmm. so you don't hurt the flower. Do you, it you ever goes see? To the back of the flower, I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you, so you ever see people end.
0: mix the elema with anything else?
1: <sighs> usually, if you have them like that, sometimes you know, if it, um, you have two or three or so, if you're lucky you know, because it takes a lot of work and picking time. Um, Then you may use it with the leaf lay that is made into the hilo style or what do you call that, the vili style of making a Mm lay. And that's twist to the right or go over left, or if you're left-handed, twist to the left and then go over right and make it like a rope. But the thin rope would be nicer or better because then you can see the flowers of the ilima, and then it accents the whole lei. Um, I would um, put little tiny things of squares of um, lawa'i in there if I was trying to be a little bit different, and then it has the smell of, it has a scent, but it'll have the smell of the Miley. but you're going to have to put little pieces of that. And you must remember that The first flower you put in, before you do that, you take a bud and then you put it at the end of the knot, okay? So then the flower doesn't slip out because it's kind of slippery. And you can also use it for medicine for when you have colds, but you have to have a handful of the edema to chew on it, like you do hibiscus, and then your mucus will all pop out of your throat or else it will go down the other end. We're not talking about that, Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a lot. Anything else about Elima? Or should we, maybe we should oh, do Hawaiian? Okay, yeah.
1: the um, Elima, the you must remember the first one you sew down, you leave the calyx on. And then the last one, because you don't know when, when you're going to be the last one until so you look at it and say, oh, that's enough, you know. <laughs> and then you put the other one on with the calyx. The big reason is so then the flowers will stay um, in place because they just slip right out. If you do not have a a little bud on the end and you knot it well. Okay, so you have to remember they're kind of slippery flowers. Slippery flowers, mm-hmm. but worth
0: it. Yes, and it's beautiful. So how about, since we're talking about alima at the beach, how about talking about Kauno, which you say we can find at Mono... Mauna Kea Beach.
1: Yes, um, the biggest place that you can find it, and this is the reason why Oa uh, is the name of the place, and it's because long time ago it grew there on the Pahoihoi plant, which is the morning glory plant, and that was mm. also used for medicine. But I make baskets out of them, and it's a wonderful plant to do baskets with. But we're not talking about baskets, but sometimes you need a basket to put your flowers in. So <laughs> that is a very good um, plant where you can just pull and pull and pull and pull. And they're so long at the beach that you can cut off all the leaves and then you just fashion a basket into that and then put your, your um, braided kano'ui in, the, in there so you can maybe give it to somebody who is very special. Um, Remind us what it looks like. Okay, um, it looks like yellow noodles. And what was surprising to me when I first went to Colorado, my daughter was working at this clinic long time ago. Um, oh my God, I can't remember the name of the whatever, the highway. But when we were driving in there so I could go to the doctor, I saw all this kaunaoa growing. And what's interesting about the kaunaoa is that it has little seeds and it has a little flower. And the seed, you know, the flower turns into the seed, and of course, that's why we need bees. And bees are important for making flowers, and so we can have food and stuff like that, and beautiful flowers everywhere. So um, the seed will drop out, fall on the ground, and then the plant will start to grow But then it'll cut its root off by itself. It's a natural thing that happens in the kauna oa, and if you kind of look at it when you go to the beach at Mauna Kea. So don't all go 1,000 people at a time, okay? Because um, you you need to kind of stay home (laughs) because of the coronavirus. But it is a beautiful, beautiful orangey-yellow color, and it's very, very soft. And the way you prepare it for a lei or a hat lei, head lei, uh, neck lei is to hili or braid or to do the hilo heli, heli style, which is like you do the green TV face by going to the left and over, right, and you know over and over again. And that's how you fashion a lei out of Kauna'ua. It's a very, very, um, like the Ilima very soft and whatever, and there's one that grows in the forests of um, more towards, I would say, um, a drier place in Hilo on the trees, and then I've seen some in Southside when I lived there, and they're really rough, but I used to do, like, just braid them and put it on my hat. And that's called hili-style. <coughs> but it's very, very rough, and it's hard to get because the trees grow high in all the um, lehua trees, and, of course, now they have the disease on it, so many of our trees are dying. So you guys have to watch out when you go into the forest. Please clean your shoes when you go in, when you come out, just like your house here in Hawaii. Not to spread. Clean spring. your shoes, too, and then use whatever they say you have to use to clean your shoes with because then... It keeps our forests growing and all of these beautiful native plants that keep on growing. And um, the thing is, that is good. And the lehua has lots of uh, seeds, so it falls down, and then when rain comes, it falls. I mean, it grows new, new uh, um, lehua plants. Good advice from
0: Auntie Miley Spencer Napoleon. We are going to take a station break. You're listening to Tutu's Talk Story here on KNKRLP. 96.1 FM Kohala, stay tuned for more Layflower stories.
2: Aloha, North Kohala. Sushi Rock will be hosting their weekly food drive this Wednesday, August 12th. Pickup will be on the Sushi Rock Lanai at 4.30 p.m. Each family will be given one bag of groceries. If you or anyone you know needs groceries, please send them our way this week. Please wear a mask and maintain social distancing while you are in line. We want to thank all our donors and volunteers for making all this happen. If you are able to make a donation, please stop by Sushi Rock any day from three to seven. Remember, we're all in this together. Mahalo.
3: Aloha, this is Ila And Mikkel Anna. And we would love to invite you to join us for Activated Intuitive talk Story. Yes, join us the first Wednesdays of each month from 3 to 4 p.m. Tune in locally at 96.1 FM or live stream from anywhere at knkr.org. And Ayla, where would people go if they'd like to tune in to previous shows? I'm so glad you asked because they are located on Spotify, Google, And Apple podcasts under intuitive talk story wonderful thank you so much and we look forward to igniting with you soon
0: aloha North Kohala welcome back to Tutu's talk story I'm here with auntie Miley Spencer Napoleon and we were talking about Kauna Oa and, uh, you know, I was saying most people don't recognize that as a flower. You were telling us it looked like yellow <laughs> noodles, which yes. I thought was a great uh, description. And some people may remember it from sometimes at the Kamehameha Day Parade. Mm-hmm. The rider and horse sometimes have it. And what island is is usually associated with that?
1: It's associated to the island of Lanai because it grows um, prevalently, that holy word, over there. And it is also, like I said, a parasitical plant. And the reason is it's because it lives off of other plants that pr- provide it with water. So then if you don't see any of it at Monica Beach Hotel um, on the kahakai or the ocean side, um, it's because there's not enough rain. And so then the kauna oil will not grow. But it is known to be growing there. And on Oahu, I had a hard time trying to find the um, noodles of the kaunohua because my daughter was the um, princess for the island of Lanai. So, you know, if you see that, don't step on them, okay? Um, in Waipahu, on the freeway along the s- both sides of the highway, you'll see it growing really, really well. And sometimes I tell my son, stop, stop. I've got to pick some of those. Mom, do you know this is a freeway? It's not a place to <laughs> pick flowers. And I said, it's not flowers. It's Kona'ua. <laughs> what is that? And I said, it's medicine. And I said, medicine for what? I said, for daddy's feet. <laughs> because if you have um, diabetes and you have feet that turns black because you lack circulation um, with the diabetes, what you do is you boil water. You take 12 leaves of the lawa'i, and then you just stick it inside of the pot. How big leaves, and they have to have the spores that are brown in back of it. And then you throw it in a big pot, and then you put a little bit of salt. Not very much, just to bring the medicine out. Boil that for a while, and it gets real hot. And then, you you know, old days, they used to use um, big, huge... Epo, somebody asked me a question like that, so I said they had huge, huge epos in the old days. They don't have very much of them um, here anymore. But anyhow, put it in a plastic container, a square one, and then you, you um, dump the tea into that container, and then you wait until, you know, it's not as hot as it was originally, and then you put the two feet in there, and you massage it. The person has to sit down, and you massage the feet, of course, because you can't massage the feet sitting up um, on a chair. <coughs> and then after a little while, it'll make it your feet pink, or the circulation will come back. And then you take um, the oil, and you stick it inside of the hot water, and then you take it out. And make sure it's not too hot because, you know, on diabetics, it's kind of, you have to be careful. And then you just cover all the whole feet or foot, both feet, with um, the kauna oa uh, all the way around. And your feet circulation pumps up. And it's absolutely wonderful. Cause I tried it on my husband and it worked a lot. And he didn't like it, but I said, "Just sit over there and let me do it." <laughs> you know, you have to have those that certain voice, so then they listen. <laughs> Husbands are really stubborn sometimes, <laughs> and you can make comments to me if you want to. The men out there. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, they had one husband, and that's good enough. <laughs>
0: Okay, anything else <laughs> about Kanoa? Uh,
1: all I can say is that it's, it's very beautiful and it's very fragile, you know, <laughs> like the women are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, you were talking about what What other ocean flowering lay plants?
1: Okay, uh, I'd like to talk about the hina hina, or they say ah hina hina. Uh, most of the people out there know about the Dole, um, umi, you know, umi Dole, because Mr. Dole, who came to Hawaii as a missionary a long time ago, used to have a long beard that looks like the ahina hina that comes from Florida and all of those south southern states where they have all these swamps. Because usually it grows where there is uh salt water and fresh water. Grow um, running through the land and stuff like that, and it's very, very, um, I say creepy <laughs> because of the forest and all of these, um, hina hina dripping down. It looks like
0: some people call it grandfather's beard, huh?
1: Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's gray. And then I'm going to be talking about the hina hina that grows on the beach, and that one is beautiful, but it is a succulent, so. One time when I was working on the, I think it was the independence um, between the islands, and these are old ships that they reno- renovated and then turned into cruise ships between the islands, which was really nice because I kind of volunteered at the Bishop Museum, so I got to go on the ships anytime I wanted to go for free and spend one whole week um, not getting drunk, I don't drink, um, just showing how to make lays and how to, um, to talk about lays and the royal family and anything else I wanted to lecture about. So, you know, not so smart, Miley, Lolo. I took the hina hina and I put it in a cooler with ice. And when I got on the ship and took the layout for the Sunday lecture, because you get on the ship on the mm-hmm. Sunday and then you do the lecture whenever you, you can on the ship. And the whole thing was all mushy. And I was so frustrated with myself because I forgot it was a succulent. So you cannot put it in the refrigerator. You cannot put ice with it. You can just make it into a sewn lay in the round, which is called pa hoi hoi. And um, most people who are laymakers, um, I never did it like that, um, would do it in mm-hmm. like a hakule and hili or dili style and with different kinds of Hawaiian ferns and things like that, the palapalai fern or whatever kind of ferns they can find around in their yard and stuff like that. The wonderful thing about um, ferns, I have to tell you this because I used to be really sassy, And wanted to use only palapalai ferns. And then when I moved here, Holly said, why don't you use some of those over there? And I said, "Mm mm-mm, I'm not using those. Those are wild ferns. (laughs) (laughs) And then I didn't have any way to go over to um, get me ferns that I know where they grow. I can't be telling you where it is, because then I'll have to kill you. (laughs) 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 But anyhow couldn't go where I get them from. So I thought to myself, I'm just going to break down and not be so sassy and I'll just use those wild ferns. Well, when I made the lay with the bougainvillea that was in the yard, it came out so beautiful. I mean, you know, like perked up and whatever, stronger than the Palau Palais. So then I said to myself, oh, Miley, you're so lolo. <laughs> you know, from now on, you're going to use those ferns if you don't have any palapalai. If there's anybody out there who has lots of palapalai, you can call me up. My number is nine eight seven four zero zero eight. I would love to have some of your ferns.
0: <laughs> I know. I never, sh- you you really are one with the palapalai.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, palapalai for um, laymakers is like gold. And you can see that it is because um, when we have the Mary Monarch every year, which we didn't have s- so sad this year, um, you know, palapala is used by all of the um, hula dancers, and then they have to really hunt for them in Honolulu before they get here, you know. So um, it uh, it is... Uh, fern that is like gold and was gold for my mom and she used to raise a whole bunch of different kinds of ferns but that was her favorite and she always said it was like gold in her hothouse and of course you know who had to water the plants was Smiley, and you know take care of all that stuff but I didn't mind because I learned a lot from my mom and also from my grandmother not as much about the flowers and the plants and stuff like that more about medicine so put the two things together, you can learn a lot about all the different plants and what you can do with them and what you should not do with them. Okay, so, you know, this uh, Hina Hina represents the island of Olavi. And what my grandmother said, that island was specially used for um, kahunas to learn how to pick up rocks with their mind because we don't ne- use enough of our mind power for doing things and so people who were kahunas to learn that kind of work could look at the rocks and move them many, many feet from one place to the other and that was their training island for moving heavy rocks. So, believe it or not, that's what she told me, so I wasn't going to question her, she's older than I am. and. You know, that's one of the stories he, she told. How real it is, y- I don't know, because I never lived in that time. But, you know, when grandmas tell you something, you listen. <laughs> Hopefully. And you get lots of knowledge from all of the people who are older. So, you people out there who are young and, you know, running around, not doing very much of anything because of coronavirus, if you have a grandma or a grandpa that wants to tell you something and teach you, Listen, because lots of people tell me I wish I listened to my grandmother or my grandfather, and I never did. Well, we're
0: listening to you today, Tutu, (laughs) uh, Miley, Spencer, Napoleon. And you're listening here on Tutu's Talk Story on KNKRLP 96.1 FM Kohala. And it's just past 1230 on August 12th. We're going to take a little station break with our trusty and dependable engineer, Isla. And we'll be right back. Thank you, Isla.
2: The census is underway in North Kohala. If you have not completed your census form and returned it by mail or filled out your information on the internet, the census worker will be coming to provide you an easy way of submitting your information. You may also be visited to confirm information you have submitted. The information on your census form is being collected to determine federal funding to local and state governments for health care, for schools, and to help those in need. It also is used to determine your representation in Congress and in the state legislature. You can safely fill out your information on the form without worry that it is being collected specifically about you. It is only used to compile information about the population as a whole. So look for the census worker coming. And don't sick your dogs on them. Please fill out your form. Mahalo.
1: Woman, sister, do you hear me? You are the giver of life. Your
3: blood is this is all good of women's voices. Tune in on Monday and Wednesday from 4 till 6 p.m. to listen to women from around the world, around Hawaii, songs with positive and empowering messages on KNKR LP 96.1 FM. Monday and Wednesday, 4 you to 6 p.m. Are Your bones are the trees in the forest.
0: Aloha, North Kohala. It's Holly all good Back with Tutu's talk story, I'm here with Tutu, Miley, Miley Spencer, (laughs) Napoleon, and we were just talking about Hina Hina, and I was mentioning that uh, it sounded like there were two kinds, and I wanted to make sure everybody knew that. One is like the grandfather's beard or the gray that hangs from trees trees and the other is uh is a succulent and can you tell us a little bit more about what the succulent
1: looks like okay the succulent is a um a cactus okay kind of plant and that's why i said no ice no this no that um make sure you you know you remember that and it is a choice lay and the plant itself looks like Rosettes. The reason why it's it round and then the leaves are kind of round also, but they come in layers. So it starts in the middle and then it goes out, out, out and it, kind of, it really resembles uh, a rose. Only thing, it has a beautiful, beautiful silvery gray look. And so when you make a layout of it, it's a little bit different because of the color. Um, I would say the color is kind of like the proteas that we have silver leaves, but the silver leaves are shiny and this one is not shiny like that. But how big are the rosettes? The rosettes can be like say I would say at least three sometimes inches, depends on how well it grows and if you water them, um there in Nopakahi when I worked there <coughs> we had them in one area, <clears throat> and what happened is um, when they didn't water it, the rosettes were very, very little, and I used to pity them, so I used to go in there and bring buckets of water to water them myself.
0: So it it really would get larger depending on how much water it got.
1: Yes, and they they love the water, but they're, even if they're succulents, they grow a little bit better. So, if you have out there what we call chickens and hens kind of cactus, it kind of grows like that and looks kind of like that, but mm, uh, chicken and hens do- doesn't have that gray color look. And whenever I had a chance to get those kinds of um, hina hina to to make leis out of, I would go down to Turtle Bay and get them. And um, nobody s- asked me any questions when I went there. I just sat on, on the ground, sat on the sand and whatever, and sang to myself and picked the, the hina hina and then made leis for the, for the ships especially because Hinahina hina is really hard to find on that island. And here, there are some other places that I can't tell you where it is because <laughs> people say... Please do not tell people where they grow. So you just have to go hunting around, and maybe you'll just fall on top of the hina hina patch, and then you'll <laughs> see, "Oh, hina hina, you know. So that's like another that. thing you're looking for seeds for. <laughs> yeah, so whatever. But <laughs> you can't grow it there in where I live because you have to have sand. And it has to be close to the ocean. One of the things that it loves is the havanavana, which is, in Hawaiian, in English, it means the spray from the ocean that falls upon the um, rosettes itself, you know, the growing, the growth. And then um, it just sucks it all up, and it's salt water, and actually, you know, the spray. So we call it havanavana. You'll hear that word a lot in... Um, Hula songs, or even you know, Hawaiian people write songs, or other people now write Hawaiian songs with that word in it. So, whenever you hear that, then you just put your hand to your mouth, go on a way out, or else you can do it however else you want to do it, like you do the ocean when you're doing the hula. But it is an interesting plant because you can only grow it close to the beach on sand. Okay, somebody tried to do it in Honolulu in their, at their yard, which was not sandy and was not by the beach, and it wasn't successful. I never tried doing it, but I would love to try doing it where I live. <laughs> 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 if I can find some more, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because um, most of the parks kind of close, or are they open now? I'm y- not sure. You know,
0: uh, I think in Honolulu they were closing the parks, and as we were talking this morning... Mm-hmm. I just got a newspaper article from somebody who has a house here, but they're currently stuck in New Zealand. And she was saying that right now, uh, Honolulu has the highest COVID rate of mm. expansion in the United States. So oh. it's not a good time to go to Honolulu unless you absolutely have to, huh?
1: Yeah, unless you've got to go to Turtle Bay just to get Hina Hina. <laughs> <laughs> Or name somebody that, and you don't have to go to Turtle Bay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have a new
1: baby. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get that, it's like having a new baby for me. <laughs> so
0: Hina Hina, is that like Po Hina Hina? No, not at all. And, and is, is mm-hmm. Po Hina Hina
1: used for, for laymaking at all? Um, what is, I think Queen Lili Okalani, if I'm right. I uh, love to use that for lays over at lapakai Village. I don't like to call it a park because it was our family village. And um, it was one of her favorite things to make to have a lay made for her or make a lay out of it. And um, it goes by the beach also. And it's kind of like fuzzy and round leaves and then goes kind of long, close to the ground like the um, beach Ilima. And it has little purple flowers. Um, and then you just pick, pick, pick all the the ends of the flower, and then you put it in a hakule. Because Liliokalani used to come to Lapakahi village to get um, medicated and also to get a uh, massage. You know, and once they um, brought horses here, the grandmothers would train the horses that were wild, and um, would have one for each one of them and the queen to come to Lapakahi and ride all the way up to the top of the village to celebrate with the people in the top, on in the Ahupua'a, which is the land section of the area, which was 650, um, mm. what do you call, square miles of land from the ocean all the way up to the mountains of um Lapakahi. What did they use be
0: with that flower, with the hina? Just that. Just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just I see that. they're
1: blooming right now.
0: Yeah. So
1: S- that's an interesting question. Thank you for asking about that because its name is also Hinahina. Hina. And it's because of the color of what the plant looks like. And then, of course, the flower is purple, and the flower of the Hinahina hina is white with the. Tiny little white flowers kind of resemble the flowers of the kukui, which is really small. But the centers of the flower itself is yellow. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, you can look for that. Uh, The flower is very, very fragrant. But sometimes I like to put um, a little bit of lawa'i in the lei because in that way you have the smell of the mailei and just cut little squares off of the, m- the, what you call, make sure you don't use the ones with the spores that are brown because then sometimes the brown will get on your white dress or your white blouse or whatever. So you have to kind of um, look when you use those n- little pieces. I just cut them in squares. And it makes a beautiful, beautiful fragrance for the, um, what you call, because the flowers are so little on the rosettes or the flowers of uh, Hina Hina, yeah.
0: Anything else blooming now that you want to talk about or any other beach flowers? How about the co-blossom? The co-blossom? Mm-hmm. K-O-U. I'd love to talk about that. We have some co-blossoms on the property right now. Yeah, I saw them. Mm-hmm. You know, my eyes are always looking at flowers. <laughs> <laughs> And tell us, what
1: can you do with the coal blossoms? Okay, coal is very special to um, Hawaiians in the old days and more more because it has this really deep orange color. And it kind of, um, the manner or characteristic of the flower is a lot like the Ilima. It's very, very um, sensitive, very, very soft, and um, nowadays, or in my days of my grandmother, she used to make um, crepe paper lays a lot. And you don't see them anymore very much. And sometimes you see it in ABC stores or something like that. But um, she used to make these beautiful crepe flower lays. and it resembles the coal blossom, just because it's very, very soft and you know and when you put it in the lay, of course it has five. Or so um, bl- um, petals, so you saw it, you know, through the end of the flower most likely, and it's a deep, deep orange, which is supposed to be um, Holly's favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: love orange flowers.
1: <laughs> my um, granddaughter used to not like orange until she became a senior in high school, and of course, when she went there from ninth to twelfth grade. She said, I grew to love orange. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) why do you say that? She said, it wasn't my favorite color, and we had to choose orange of all colors. So when she graduated, we had a luau, so I made her an orange muu muu. But I put pictures, I drew pictures of the chili pepper on there. And so then she had to model it because it was a medicinal plant. I did all medicinal plants on the dresses that I made. And my daughter came from Colorado to help me sew the the dresses with all these medicinal plants on the front and the back. Because, you know, you can run out of dresses before you run on the islands. So (laughs) we had eight dresses, eight women, and my granddaughter. So she said, Grandma, why you put that chili pepper on there. I said, oh, because you just graduated and you're hot. (laughs) 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 That just was a joke for her, but she said, it's not a joke. Grandma, I am. (laughs) 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 So I ended up giving that dress to one of my friends in Hilo, and she was uh, for Mary Monarch to wear. And she was so happy. I've never seen anybody be happy about chili peppers in my life. (laughs) 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 So the Another hottie. It's orange and then you may have to have at least, um, I would say, 250 flowers or so for a long lay. I haven't made one in years because when I worked at La Pocahia, I was there from 2002 until 2005 or six, something like that. And um, they had a lot of blossoms, so I, I would go over there and waste my time picking flowers. And of course, some of the trees are so tall, so I had to get um, a ladder so I could go get the flowers and make the lace out of them, because I just love any kind of flowers to make lace with, and I thought, oh, well, I didn't have anything to do, so I would do that, <laughs> making the coal. But coal, um, the wood itself it was prized for by the old Hawaiians, because they would make beautiful beautiful little bowls because they didn't get very big and if you leave it to grow a long time they will get huger but they have a character of not being so big that they make little bowls with covers and I won't tell you how to do that because you know it takes a lot of time but anyhow um with the co-bowls they would put all of their especially the Ali'i, the royal people, they would put the their shell lays in there, their beautiful feather lays, and feather lays were prized because it took a long time to gather the feathers to make the lays, and if you make a feather lay out of um, feathers, the ones that are made with one kind of flower is worth more than the ones that have mixed um, colors like black and pink. Pe- um, green or whatever from the, the birds that flew around in Hawaii and now because of the mongoose um, and other things and whatever, um, all these things that they bring in to harm our plants and things like that to Hawaii, um, there's not so many of them, okay, so don't bring any um, plants that, you know, with you over here unless you find out what they do to our plants here in Hawaii.
0: All right, we're going to take one last break. You're listening to Tutu's Talk Story. I'm Holly Allgood, and our sp- very special guest is Auntie Miley Spencer Napoleon. We're going to take a station break, and we'll be right back for more <laughs> flower power. <laughs> Hello, my name is Bradley Kitchener.
1: I'm a student in Kohala Middle School. I'm here to talk about little fire ants. What are little fire ants, also known as electric ants? Level fire ants are a dangerous species of ants that may cause pets to go blind. Their bites are also more painful than other ants, so how can we avoid um, fire ants? Do not bring any outside plants or soil into kuhala. Also, please report any fire ants. Thank you very much for listening.
3: Be sure to listen to the Duop Hour every Thursday on KNKR. This is Tom Terrific opening up the Duop Shop and playing the best in group harmony music from the 1950s and 60s. We keep duop music alive every Thursday night from 6 to 7 p.m. with an encore Saturday afternoons from 1 to 2. The DuoP Hour where we make America do up again.
0: Aloha, North Kohala. It's Holly Allgood and Tutu's talk story. We're back with our flower flower power show (laughs) series with Auntie Miley Spencer Napoleon. And we've decided, even though we've talked about pikaki before, uh, we're going to talk about it a little more. And uh I remember Erin just telling me that that was her favorite flower for flower lay, so we're gonna have to plant more pekaki but Auntie Miley, tell us about the different kinds of pikaki and how people can get more of the flowers
1: okay si- since you're talking about planting um you know in order to get any of these flowers, you have to plant them, or you have to know where to raise them, how to raise them, where they grow, where they don't grow, all that kind of stuff so you have to get a, not, a lot of that knowledge, and it takes you 80 years to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyhow, um, we're talking about the p- peacockie because I wanted to finish off, um, even if we talked about it last time. Um, I called my friend in Maui, and then I asked her, how do you plant your peacocky Because I planted it over at where I live, and then all of the things but one plant, Survived. So I said, Oh my God, I got to call her and ask her how she did it because she had like rows and rows and rows and rows of pikake. Oh my gosh. Um, And this is in Maui. I won't tell you exactly where it is because you might want to go there and pick them. And then it'll be like the ilima (laughs) Pick, 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 pick forever. But anyhow, She said she pots them first in compost, okay, all the the cuttings. And she makes the cuttings not too long, maybe about six, seven inches, sometimes eight inches long. And then she just sticks it inside of what we call the oasis now. And I do that also because I learned from somebody else in Kona how to do that. And certain plants, not everything you can do in Oasis, and the Oasis is the green stuff that you use for, for flower arrangements. So if you call me and whatever, you can go to Ace Hardware over in Ma- Maui, oh my God, <laughs> in Waimea, and they have that kind. They have both kinds, so just ask for the ones for the w- that you put in the water. Um, don't buy the other ones because that's for fake flowers, and Miley does not like artificial flowers. <laughs> um big reason is because we have so many beautiful flowers in Hawaii why make artificial lace, yeah um and it's for real, and the smell is there, but anyhow, she would take the plants and then stick it in the oasis and then those squares that she would cut and water them, and then stick these plants in there and put them in the compost, cover it with the compost, and she would take clear plastic bags that would fit over them and make a little hothouse, greenhouse out of those. And almost uh, every plant takes. So listen to this now if you want to raise a peacocky and let me come and pick them. (laughs) And my friend Ann, we would love to come to your house. Just give us your phone number. (laughs) Call us in five minutes and we can take your numbers down here in Kohala but this is how to plant them okay so don't plant them any other way because they're not going to survive you want it to survive so you can get that beautiful smell and it's a season right now for these flowers and they're like <gasps> oh my god I can use only a single a layer, double a is like drives me crazy because it makes me dizzy
0: The smell is so Mm -hmm. strong. The Mm -hmm. smell
1: is very, very strong. And Mm -hmm. I learned that when I had my anniversary. It wasn't the 25th because I was in Colorado, and there's no peacocky there to look at or buy or whatever. So being back in Hawaii is great. Okay, so um, another thing about the peacocky, it has many different kinds of um, peacocky, so I was told. And the double one you cannot make lace with, but I like to wire them and tape them with uh, floral tape and then put them in my lace because they get to be really big and whatever, and then you can smell them from a mile away. Not really, but you can smell them very well.
0: Now, why do you say you can't make the lace with the double peacocky?
1: Oh, well, because the way the peacocky is, you can't really... one into the other, uh, because they're kind of bunchy,
2: mm-hmm. is what
1: I say, and mm-hmm. so then you can't fit the flower into each other, and it's very, very sensitive, and you, you push one against the other, and then it'll turn brown, so that's why you got to be really careful, and to get the pikaki to last, um, from my friend in Maui, I learned to put them in small or bigger, one gallon or half a gallon um, milk cartons. And I taught Anne how to do that, and now she saves all her milk cartons, and she puts her peacocky in there, and then it, it stays there for days inside of the refrigerator, okay? And not when on the top of the refrigerator. Put it in the bottom, in the vegetable drawer, and it'll be Um, kept very well, and then you can sew the the, um, pikaki. So now I got her husband uh, growing, picking, and um, not growing, but picking the flowers and making lays So every once a week I get a lay from him um, that he makes. And I'm so proud because that's the only, and the first guy, not even my husband would do that. (laughs) He learned how to make you know, these pikake lays and he's so proud. I am proud of him because he makes those lays out of the Stephanotis or the poor Mali, which is, means uh, the flower for marriage. Um, but the pikake is one of my favorites, although number one is white ginger. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what. So okay. what
0: about picking? Wh- what are the other kinds of pikake?
1: No, they have the double ones, and mm-hmm. then they have the single ones that you make the lace with. And then there's one that has a smell that looks like a star, mm. okay, white. And then there's one that is white, like it looks like a star, but has no fragrance at all. Mm. So those are the four kinds that I know of. My mom used to have just the one that with the, um, we make the regular peacocky lace for weddings and things like that, especially for weddings, you know, so people want to get married in June, not because it's a June bride, it's just because most times in Hawaii, the peacock is blooming May, June, July, and part of August, um, and then it phases out after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it is a very special plant, and you have to really know how to grow it. I never knew, and how I did it, at the house is I took all the leaves off of the ones to make lace with, and the ones with the fragrance, and I found that they grew without the package over, but now I'm going to try the ones with the, with the plastic bags as soon as I can get clear plastic bags. <laughs> 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 I
0: think we can help you out with that.
1: Yeah, and then put them in the compost and stuff like that. It's good for you to plant it in the compost because the compost has all of the goodies in there And there's, like, kelp in there, and there's all this um, bat whatever is in there, all kinds (laughs) of stuff in there that's (laughs) good. You know, I mean, people say, what? You know, but it has a lot of different things in there that people have been studying, learning how to make compost. And um, instead of just using, you know, regular dirt and stuff like that, because you never know if you're going to take a... what do you call those fire ants home with you and those koki frogs that make some noise uh, that I cannot stand? Um, I don't know how people in Pune side can say, Oh my god, they make beautiful sounds. I was like, Hmm, I <laughs> sing better than the koki frogs. <laughs> I think. Uh, the, all right. <laughs> well,
0: Auntie Miley, thank you so much once again. This has been so fascinating thank you. hearing about <laughs> especially the beach flowers today. And uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope everyone listening out there plants some Pikaki.
1: Yes. Uh, and don't forget your plastic bags over there. And then just tie it or whatever with string, or else you use rubber bands that are big enough to go around your three or four inch pots, okay? It's got to be round because square (laughs) is hard.
0: (laughs) Saying aloha to everybody out there in North Kohala and mahalo nui loa and to Miley. It's always so great to have you here. Thank you.
1: It's fun.